Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. You want to hear a joke? Love to hear a joke. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to apologize for Tim's joke last week. Mate, you were bang out of order. <laughs> <laughs> is that the joke? No. Uh, which is faster? <laughs> which is it fa- was bang out of order, though. It was pretty <laughs> terrible. <laughs> which is faster, hot or cold? I don't know. Hot, because uh, you can catch a cold. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are Two the Drunk Two Drunk Accountants. And we're here to dispel the myths and mysteries of running a small business, one episode of a podcast at a time, where you can, if you go on anywhere where you find podcasts, you can find over 200 episodes of all different types of topics that might be relevant to you. Wow. That's some juicy content. That's some juicy content. But do you know what else is some juicy content, Tim? Uh, Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, like we've been a real hoot on there lately. Yeah, yeah, like we've been posting funny videos, yeah. behind the scenes content. Hmm. If you're not following us on Instagram, then it's a big mistake. Like if you're yeah. if you've made it this far, like let's actually let's stop. Open up Instagram, <laughs> click subscribe or follow. It'd be pretty weird if you were on Instagram and not following us in the first place. But yeah. hey, that's all right. You know, we all miss things. So go follow us. We'll just wait a couple seconds. Tequila. It's good hold music. Yeah, it is good hold music. All right, and we're back. Thanks for following us. Glad you made it. Um, enjoy that juicy content. Enjoy the juicy content. Tim, what is the Tim and Denlo? How's your week? Good. Is that good. Your computer or my computer? Yeah, it's getting busy in the office, Dan. Mm. And that's, there's a good example of it. We're getting some uh, notifications in the background there. Yep. Good week. I don't have much to report, to be honest. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, fair. really, really just focusing on uh, getting a lot of work done, mm. making time to How, spend with Lewis. How's Lewis? Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a good time for a Lewis update. Lewis, uh, oh, that's right. Uh, it's it's Big Puppy's Corner. Big Puppy, yeah. Big, big Puppy's Corner. Big Puppy, uh, uh, he's dropping in. So Big Puppy's dropping in. All right. What's what's uh, what's uh, the news? He Love can it really come a big pup. Pup. <laughs> yeah. He can really hold his head up now. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Wow. So sometimes uh, we put him on the ground and mm. like quite regularly these days we put him on the ground. Yeah, just like in the dirt. Uh, because in the, in the past, like on a mat, obviously, <laughs> like a padded mat. Yeah. And in the past, like he would cry pretty soon after mm. being on the ground because he just wants to be like close mm. to his parents, probably more Jade than yep. me, than yep. Big Puppy. But I don't know why. Babies. Big Puppy's time will come. Yeah. It's just not right now. No. And uh, anyway... What will happen now is we put him down on his back and come back and he's on his belly. Oh. Yeah. So he's like rolled and then he will even have moved like 30 centimeters. He's like, I swear you weren't pointing that way and I put you on that part of the mat, not this part. This is the beginning of a scary time from what I understand yeah. speaking to a lot of parents is the moment they can start getting around themselves. Mm. It's chaos. Yeah, I think he's, so he's only three and a half months old. Mm. So he's going to be moving earlier mm. than normal. He's just a little explorer. He wants to see the world. <sighs> he is. He is. He's, yeah, he, he loves it. So, uh, so that's really cool. It's, it's, it's 
it's quite cool to see him roll over. Like he mm. shocks himself when he does yeah. it. <laughs> he like go from his belly to his back. Yeah. And his arms flay out. <laughs> he's like got this shocked look on his face. He doesn't cry, mm. but he's close. He's mm. close to crying. Um, but yeah, it's like weird how those little things mm. start to like well, amaze you. Lewis is able to hold his head up. So as, as, a, pre- as a parent, mm. I guess you can uh, hold your head up Thanks, in dude. pride. Yeah. No, it is so funny because... Yeah, like even the other thing he's doing that, that's really lovely is mm. first thing in the morning, we'll obviously change his nappy. Mm. And um, the next stop after that is the mirror. We, we stand in front of the mirror <laughs> and his face lights up. He like looks, looking at himself too. He yeah. looks at himself and just absolutely is delighted. Like so <laughs> funny to him for some reason. Um, and I was saying this to Jade the other day, like as a baby, it's so innocent. Mm. Like, and when you grow up, sometimes maybe you look in the mirror and you're like, ugh. Like you hate what you see. <laughs> I don't know if you can relate to that, Dan, or you, if that's just me. Are you okay? Is everything all right with you <laughs> no, at the like, moment? You know, it's a common thing. People have yes. You like look at the mirror, issues. There's a few more wrinkles. There's yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of baggage. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe like oh, I'm having a bad hair day today, yeah. or um, or whatever. But as a baby, they're just like pure joy. Yeah, it's at, just like it's a game to the devil. Yeah, the so it's, it's nice to be reminded of that. Like one time, I used to yeah. look in the mirror and think it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, delightful. For different reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Lewis is kind of like a budgie at the moment. Just like loves looking at himself in the mirror, making funny like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. You make funny noises or faces yeah. and he'll like light up. Um, nice. Yeah. It's really cool. It's it's a nice time. Cool. All right. Well, that's There's good. the Lewis update. That's a uh, big puppy's It's been corner. a little while. Actually. Big puppy's corner. Yeah. The, the people want to know. The people want to know. The people want to know. What about you, Dan? What's, what's happening uh, um, for you? Couple things. Uh, the rat Park. Yeah. Which is what I've named park. your house. <laughs> <laughs> not because it's not clean or anything. It's no, it's fine. entirely clean. Different reasons for Rat Park. Yeah, we can explain it later if yeah. you want. Yeah, we can explain it now if you want. Well, I mean, Rat Park was an experiment in the uh, 70s or 80s. Mm. And they put a, a <laughs> <laughs> they put some drug addicted rats into um, an environment mm. where they had, uh, you know, choice of mates. Mm. They had... Uh, fun things to do, mm. plentiful food and resources. Yeah. And um, they no longer uh, were drug addicted. They, they, they got off the drugs because they had plenty of other fun, enjoyable to activities to do. Dopamine. And uh, so therefore, I, I just think like, you know, for Dan right yeah. now, your house, it's kind of like Rat Park. There's like, just a lot of activities here. You can do whatever you do. want. Yeah. Like, uh, your, your world is your oyster right now. You're, you're right. living in Rat Park. I, I'm here. I can, I can play some instruments. I can go for a walk on the beach. I can p- watch the TV, play the Xbox, sit at my one placemat <laughs> at my dining room table. It's just so much to keep me happy here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe there's a few things missing from your Rat Park right now, but- like it's it's you know it's pretty good yeah no it is good here yeah. it is good here actually i've been getting up every morning after you know we spoke with jay i'd already started this journey as i mentioned in the podcast but i've been trying to like really hone my morning routine yeah. to set me up for success yes and i've realized a few things tim okay first of all is that uh piss poor preparation equals <laughs> piss poor performance right <laughs> So really my good day actually starts the night before wow i've realized this Shit. What, you make some overnight oats or something like that? No, no. (laughs) it's just about like 
making sure that I've set myself up for success in yeah. the morning. Nice. And so it's like, what does that involve for you? Um, if I've got um, things I need to iron, do it the night before. Mm, ironing. Ironing. I didn't iron this shirt. I probably should have. I rarely iron shirts, but mm. they've been getting a little crinkled lately. So yeah, okay. ironing, uh, yes. making my lunch for the next day, mm. uh, having my coffee mug washed and ready to go in the Ooh, morning. I like it. Uh, I like it. Packing my bag. Yes. Getting to bed at a reasonable time and doing yeah. a bit of reading before I go That's to bed. One. Yeah, cool. All those things mean when I get up at six to go mm. for a walk on the beach, mm. I feel good about it because I come back, I have a quick shower and I can leave straight away. That's awesome, Dan. I can do everything I need to do. You're starting in that flow state. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the flow state from six to 8.30 and then still chaos. <laughs> <from that point>. <laughs> <But> <laughs> now we need to work still, on yeah, but from 8.30. I, I've been adding a few things, stretching, meditation, breathing, all, nice. those, all those fun things we well talk done. about with, uh, with Jay. Good but work. um I saw a sign this morning and it was really powerful. Like a message. metaphorical sign or literally? Literal sign. Okay. And it was, but it was really powerful, the message. I just wanted to share it. It said, it had like a couple of kids, some youths um, sitting down on skateboards and like okay. radicals, radical yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, like you can tell because they had a skateboard. So they're radical. And it said, make a mark on the world, not the wall. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. And if I can be honest, it made me want to go graffiti stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I posted it on social media this morning. It's been like, this made me want to graffiti. I don't think this works. <laughs> uh, it's well-intentioned, but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, pretty bad. it was a bad sign. Anyway, thought I'd share that. Cool. That was my morning. Tim, let's talk about the business update. Business, business update is sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank you, Cats, Thank for, you, Cats. Uh, for sponsoring the podcast and, mm. and uh, giving us an opportunity to share our knowledge. Yeah. Cats Accountants. Yeah. For your, your accounting needs. Yeah. Um, business update this week. There's been some talk. We've got a budget coming up. Budget mm. comes up um, in May. And they're already starting to flag some things that they're that they're going to start uh, reviewing and, yep. and some changes. Mm-hmm. One thing which they've basically already announced is is with superannuation. Yeah, and this is that they're going to. I think th- you know, and obviously this isn't law, and it'll probably change before the time it comes along. But um, what the idea is, they're going to halve the concessional tax rate for uh, or double, sorry, double the concessional mm. tax rate for people with balances above three million dollars. Yeah, so they're halving the concession. Halving the concession, yeah. doubling the rate. Doubling the rate. Um, which means uh, everything above $3 million in your super fund would be taxed at 30% instead of 15%. And that's earnings, not the balance, just to be clear. It's the mm, earnings, earnings from everything above yeah, that would be taxed at that rate. tax your super No, no, balance. It's, it's the earnings that the money above $3 million make would be taxed at fifteen. Uh, sorry, 30% instead of the normal 15%. Now, I'd also like to point out, mm. just quickly, yeah. that if you're an individual who's working, your tax rate could be uh, 47%, including Medicare levy and- For sure. Very high amounts, 49%. Yep. Particularly um, if you're going to have more than $3 million in super as yeah. one person. So you're, you're, you're still getting concessionally taxed at, mm. you're still getting 20% off, basically. That's like $30 million of either straight up income and like obviously it accumulates, you get a return on the investment over the years. To be too, earned, so. to put that much money in let's, there. Let's so, call it, let's yeah. call it like if, if it, um, let's mm. let's say if it triples yeah. over your lifetime, it earns three times what yep. you've put in there. Mm. That's ten million dollars yeah. of of earnings, earnings which to is get to that lot, point. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot over say what 40, 50 years average working yeah life working span. It's a, it's a lot. So um, yeah, if if you're somebody with a balance over three million, then 
your earnings above three million uh, or the, on the money above three million uh, is going to be taxed higher. Mm. If you're below three million, which is ninety nine percent of mm. of the country, mm. nothing's changing. Literally, I think it's ninety nine point five percent. Nothing is changing for mm. you. Um, so yeah, just. Just to, to be clear about the messaging, because there's going to be a lot of fighting about this. I imagine there's going to be a lot of people saying they're mm. touching our super, mm. they're, they're ruining your retirement. Mm. It's probably not you. Um, now, if they make further changes to this, or if this is step one mm. in several steps- Which is probably why people are upset. Are upset. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, then then that's something to watch. But, mm. but just, uh, yeah. Because they're, they're opening the can of worms, I guess. Yes. Like, yeah. From little things, big things grow. And uh, that could be tax reform. <laughs> From little tax reform. Uh, well done. Big tax reform grows. Well done. Because that's the industry super ad. <laughs> yeah. They play oh, that yeah, song. Nice. Did yeah, you not even realize no, that? No. no. I mean, subconsciously I did, in your head. Yeah, maybe. Like you're sitting there making the little industry fun the sign. Way, they should not be using that song. From little things. It's actually about. Things. It's about. Um, native in, yeah. land rights. It is, yeah. Traditional land rights. Yeah. Or self-managed super. Or just a you super. Yeah. You super fund. Yeah, yeah, but they're trying to put mm. themselves in the same category. Yeah, by using that song. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's, there's problems everywhere, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just be aware. Yeah. There are some changes to super coming, and I would suspect we're going to be hearing several big reforms between now and budget time. I mean, if that's the first one, mm. yeah, we've got what well, is today, the third of March. We've got a couple so months, got a couple months still mm. for things to leak. Because usually you get to budget night, you know exactly what's happening. Yeah, there's no shocks. There's, budget no. there's rarely been shot. There's been a couple of budgets where you're like, mm. whoa, I did not see that coming. You're just getting like, but yeah. I guess you're just getting finer details. Yeah. Um, Cause they moot the change mm. and then you're like, well, how's it going to work? That's what is explained yeah. on budget night. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Dan. I think look, they've already capped um, the tax free earnings for a self-managed or for just super. Yeah. If you have over $1.6 million in the cap. Um, in, yeah. Yeah. In, in super, then only that can be tax free. Over that, you will still pay tax on your, on your earnings yeah. if you are in pension phase. Yeah, so exactly. That, that wasn't the case. So that's always that's already changed for the last couple of years, and now it's three over three million dollars. You'll be taxed mm. on your earnings at thirty percent, which is the company tax rate if you're not a small business. Yep. Um, but this further leans into what I've been saying for years, Dan. Yep. Companies are like a hybrid super fund potentially to pull your investments in. So if you're one of those high income earners, you probably already have a bucket company or a company to hold assets, particularly if you're self-employed. And if it's also being taxed at 30%, the only thing you're not getting is the um, capital gains concessions. Yeah. Yeah. You can still get capital Capital gains gains tax concessions concessions in super, but- But you also don't get franking credits in super. That's right. So Mm -hmm. companies have franking credits. You Mm -hmm. can stream those dividends if you have Mm -hmm. lower income, which is unlikely if you have that many assets. Yeah. But if, if you do have lower income and you're yeah. retired, then you can get those franking credits back as it currently stands, which also, who knows if that comes under the microscope. That is, that is a great point. That is a great point. And we might even do a whole episode on super again at some point and, yeah, and dive into it because there's lots of discussions around what is the purpose of super? As a matter of fact, I believe we are catching up with our good friend, Mike Morlock next Friday yeah, to record a podcast. On his so, podcast? Yeah, we're going on yeah. his and he's coming on ours. What so, a world we live in. Yeah. So we could actually, we could, we could talk about that. Property, about that. property in self-managed super property or investments in self-managed super. Love it. Love it. Let's do that. Um, quick, another quick business update, Tim. Um, uh, FBT and electric vehicles. Yeah. So this is passed. This is passed and there's been an ATO fact sheet. The CPA oh, sent around good. a little bit of information oh, here. And there's a few little bits of information I want to share with you that you might not be aware of. All right. 
So from the 1st of April 2025, private use of plug-in hybrid EVs will no longer be eligible for the Uh. exemption unless it was already exempt, like you'd already bought it. Okay. Or there was a previous financially binding commitment before that date. So any uh, any vehicle you buy now seems like it will continue to continue be, to be forever logbook forever. So your uh, vehicle, <laughs> if you'd purchased it, <laughs> not secondhand or not, if the car was purchased after the 1st of July, yeah. um, it would have remained exempt. I'm still considering selling it and just buying, buying a new one, one. <laughs> to avoid doing a logbook. <laughs> I just, I just got to pull my finger out and just do my logbook. Right? What's stamp duty on that? Nothing because it's an electric vehicle. Oh, shit. It was like 30 bucks. So the, the transfer cost is minimal. There is no transfer cost. Yeah, well, then just sell it and buy a new one. I'm <laughs> considering it, but I do like my one. Like, I'm happy with it. I'm considering it, Dan. Mm. Well, Tim, I think you should. <laughs> and then I, and I, I'm going to buy one as well, probably. Let's have a look. Let's yeah. have a look after this. All right. We're going to be but driving I Teslas. To, I just wanted to mention that EV stat because um, I know that in the past when we talked about it and some of the headlines have kind of stated that after three years, mm. it might not be exempt anymore. Yeah. No, it will continue and it's only plug-in hybrids that you'll purchase after that time yeah. that won't be exempt unless, yeah. of course, the law changes. Yeah. There we go. Interesting. That's really interesting. Yep. Um, and so there's no change on the used vehicle no. uh, rules? I no. can't see anything there, unfortunately. That's a shame for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, what's the price limit again? 85. Because there is a price limit on this. Is there? Yeah. Is is it in the fact sheet there? Mm -hmm. It's probably not going to be. You can play some more elevator music if you want. No, there's nothing on the fact sheet about 85,000. I'm pretty sure it was about 84, 85,000 was the uh, price limit. And it had to do with the luxury car tax limit. Okay. So it had to be below that for it to count um, towards this. Okay. Okay. Why don't we do a whole topic on it? Yeah, let's do a whole episode we're on looking, it. We're looking for a few topics for March, so that can be a good one, yep. I think. Let's deep dive into Love it. how that works. Now that, that legislation is out. Now that's out, we can, we can do a proper deep dive on it. And we then can, we can deep dive into can, how to order your Tesla. I can buy, we can buy one online. Maybe we can get mm. Tesla to sponsor that episode. Hey, Great nice. episode. Tesla, if you're listening, Elon, I know Elon? you're a big, big fan, Elon. Mm. I mean, you're a fan of us, obviously. Yeah. Um, we used to tweet all the time. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> So the noise of a tweet. Yeah, it's the tweet noise. <laughs> uh, Tim, tight ass tip. Yeah, good one this week, Dan. It's mm. kind of a time ass tip, tight ass tip, you know? Because like, okay, so this is- Time is money. This tip this week, mm. Dan, is use one AirPod at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so- I saw you do this yeah. during the week and I mistakenly started speaking to you because you're on the phone, but you're only using one. You can one. only see I the only ear that didn't have an AirPod in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you don't need to wear both. So they have their own separate charge. <laughs> <laughs> so like, let's say you've got six hours of calls in a row and you've got the Series 1 Apple AirPods Pro, mm, which only have long. about three hours of charge per use before you chuck it back in. You could double your, your double charge time. That's right. Mm. That's right. Just go one ear at a time, Dan. Mm. And you are good. You also then aren't charging, like aren't using as much electricity because you're only charging them once every six hours this is instead my of point. once every three hours. This is my whole point. So, um, yeah, I can see the saving here. I hate it. <laughs> I'd never do it. It's so petty. <laughs> I hate using one headphone. It really, why? it really annoys me if I'm listening to a podcast or music or something. You and, know why? And only one happens. I'm like, you're, you're getting a lot more background noise coming through. Yeah. Solution. Mm. 
$2 earplugs. Shove one in the other ear. So you're going to so <laughs> earplug in that ear and an airpod, an AirPod in, that in the other. And someone's like, oh, you lose an airpod. And you're like, no. Nah. You know what the best thing is, Dan? Just saving, saving the world. One of those two earplugs at a time, mm. meaning they will last longer. Mm. You've got a backup earplug. You've now. really thought this through. Mm. Mm. Well, good on you for this one. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Why not? But I appreciate the thought. I think you will. I, the, I don't like. Don't I, rule it out. I don't like having the two different. I'm not saying do it all the time. I'm just saying, you know, mm. if you're down to your last charge on your AirPods. And just pop one in. Yeah. This is end of the world type scenario here. Yeah, you okay. gotta, this is how you got to live. If it's an apocalypse and I'm out about yeah, these, and I'm like, You just found a pair of AirPods and they happen to be fully charged. Yeah. 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 On your, on your uh, recon run. And in, in this um, apocalypse, obviously, just like without saying 5G still works. The, of course. You still make phone Bluetooth. calls. Yeah. yeah well you've got your, your iPhone still make, there. Still making phone calls. Still get internet. Yeah. Well you're uh, just using the solar panel batteries yeah. to, to charge your phone. Just like camp, simple camp setup. And, and everyone else is as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you can still connect, which is good. Yeah. It's good. I'd love to see so like zombie probably, selfies. Like You probably could still charge. Hey, you could still charge your AirPods. Mm. But you would have your phone in airplane mode a lot of the time. Saving and, battery. Yeah. Saving yeah. battery. And you would probably have like stored your Spotify albums before the end you came downloaded because the them. end was not, you knew the end was nigh. They're available offline. So yeah, They're so you made offline. them available offline. Yeah. Spotify <laughs> didn't have the time before the end came mm. to remove their software because I mean, who's, who's doing that? Who's the world's about to end. You're not worried Spotify's about that. Spotify's not going to be like, oh, let's take down all our music. Mm. I just need to quickly download like heaps of podcasts and heaps of music. Yep. Just to keep me going. Yeah, that's what I'd be thinking. Mm. Yeah. Because all my other stuff's all prepped already. If you're really... You're a doomsday prepper, right? No, you? I'm like, not. I know. Um, like I've, you have a secret basement at your house, I'm pretty sure. I've got so much hand so sanitizer much and toilet hand paper. Hand toilet paper. <laughs> canned tuna. Like you just... <laughs> bubble, bubble wrap suits. Yeah. No. All right. No, well, that's not true. That's a good one. Yeah, Use thanks. one AirPod. Use one at, at a time. time. Yes. Mm. It works. Okay. People do it. Yeah. I believe you. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the uh, main topic today, which is really an introduction. It's going to be a quick one today. It's an introduction to a topic that we're going to explore further. And yeah. I, we've spoken about this in the past, mm. but we really want to start exploring this. We want to go on a journey. We want to go on a journey with, with you, the you. listener. Yeah. And with, with, with the industry and with you, small business listener, and with everybody. I haven't even spoken to you, Dan, about this, but I was thinking as part of this journey- Maybe we need to dip our toe in the water as well. Give it a try. Maybe. Ourselves. Yeah, maybe. Well, we, we've recently started a couple of new businesses, yes? Yes. They could be an opportunity to explore this. So what are we talking about here, Dan? What are we talking about? Well, I think this is best introduced by a friend of ours, who a friend of the podcast who posed a question mm. to us during the week. And I'm, I'm just going to play that message now. Um, Al, Alistair, I, um, I didn't tell you I was doing this. So <laughs> yeah, apologize. apologies if you didn't want... Dan and Tim, it's Al here. Just a quick message. I'm listening to a couple of different accounting podcasts and of which uh, yours is one, the Two Drunk Accountants. Um, And I'm hearing issues around shortage of qualities uh, staff in the industry. I'm wondering whether you're seeing that and uh, if so, what the solution is. Anyway, take care. Bye now. First of all, love it, Al. Thanks so for, good. Thank you for sending in that message. Uh, also, thank you for reminding us what the title of our own podcast is. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you <laughs> of which, yours. Of which yours is one, the two drunk accountants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's good. But, uh, but I, by the way, hmm. more videos like that, please. More more audio messages. Send us videos. Send us audio messages. Um, we it, will play it. We will make a topic yeah. about your question. About this question. And so really what this sparked us on a journey with is is the debate we often have is mm. outsourcing. Yeah. There, there is a big lack of, of talent in the industry right now of, which, of, of people to find to come fill the positions to help you fill your capacity in mm, the business, right? Which is particularly, you know, in accounting, mm-hmm. but also many industries. Yep. And obviously this isn't going to work if you're a hands-on worker. No, um, you, you're not going to be outsourcing um, carpentry. No. Apart from to subcontractors. We're talking about specifically here outsourcing to overseas. But- those businesses mm. need administration support, as an example, yep. or yep. bookkeeping, as an example. Correct. So mm. the journey we want to take, um, and, and we're going to start this episode, start this journey by posing some questions to you listeners out there. So this is really us starting to fact find. Yeah, we'll talk about where we're at right now. Yeah, let's um, let's let's talk about this. So. Mm. Um, uh, our our question isn't unique. I was at a conference during the week and I was speaking to an, an, another accountant who works locally and we were both talking about how hard it is to find people at the moment. Um, she'd gone through a couple of people who had you know left to, to go to other places or change industry or whatever it is and she just can't find someone. Mm. And, and we have other friends of the podcast, other accountants who – had always sworn we will never outsource, yep. basically being forced to because they couldn't find mm. people to help. Um, yep. And we've often had this trouble. We, we, mm. we have good team members um, it, locally. And, yeah, and we're lucky. Like, we're we lucky. have found good people. We've, been, we've found people. We've been able mm. to retain people. We, we, we love our team. Mm. We're forever grateful of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and but But we're still under capacity sometimes we are well like we're a small business so we're a team of um eight or nine people yeah um and we've got some awesome uh women working Mm. with us and they have babies as an example so Mm -hmm. maternity leave pops up Mm -hmm. um then you know you've got a growing business as well so it's always that chicken or egg Mm. scenario Mm. with a small growing business do you resource before you grow yeah or do you grow Stretch your resources and, and then, then resource. Resource. And it's, it's just like such a balancing act. Because you don't want to burn people out. No, definitely too not. Much capacity, I sorry, too much work on. Um, yeah. Because that's not going to be good for the team's morale or good for your growth or anything. Yep. But at the same time, you don't want to increase your cost too much when you might not grow as much as you thought. Yeah. Um, so in the past, um, and, and our preference, just stating it right off the bat, our preference is automating and systemizing and creating efficiencies. Efficiency is, was and has been mm. our solution yeah. to this so, problem. And, and, it, and that makes sense because rather than do the same thing over and over again and have to just keep adding people to do that thing, well, how can we do it smarter? Yeah. How can we get the same amount of work, the same quality of work done quicker? Mm-hmm. Uh, and often that is through software that makes us more efficient. Yep. Uh, removing certain elements of the job to other team members. So like taking out, stripping the admin from tasks mm. and, and re-delegating that amongst the team to make it more efficient for the person doing the accounting work to yep. really smash out just accounting work. Yeah, yeah. Um, that has been our preference. Definitely. And we've been doing that for 10 years. 
Yeah, and I think that's worked yeah. pretty well, to be honest. Worked um, very well. <clears throat> so right now, uh, we're in a position where one of our um, – we have three main productive team members, um, not including us, um, who mm. are on the tools, let's say. Yep. Um, one junior coming through to add to that as well. Yep. And, um, and and bookkeeping. So, but, but in terms of just like end of year financial right, tax, 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 yeah, business annual tax, business annual tax. Good, thanks for clarifying yeah. that. Um, we've got one of those three on mat leave at the yep. moment, and so that is stretching us mm. thin. It's it is stressing our team. Yep. And um, before we knew, obviously, the mat leave was coming up. You've got nine months yep. to <laughs> to basically know that. Um, mm. We went through that. Uh, decision making of do we hire mm. um, or do we try to absorb? Yeah. And this time we've decided to absorb. We absorbed. And the hiring could have been outsourcing yep. or it could have been a local team member. Yep. Um, more and more outsourcing is being referred to as the foreign team or the uh, the offshore team. Yes. So we could have started an offshore team. Yep. Um, and maybe that's something we may look at in the future. I think mm. you can never say never to no. anything, but um, but this time we've absorbed it. And what ha- what that has led to is higher stress, mm-hmm. risk of burnout. Um, it's meaning we're jumping in on the tools. It's taking our eye off the ball a little bit yep. on, on say maybe some of the marketing front yep. or like the management, even just of our team, ironically, mm. because um, we don't have the time or energy to be sitting down checking in mm. with our team members, which yeah. can make them feel like we don't care or that yeah. we're not there for them. Um, so there's definitely inherent challenges um, and things that you can't predict. You know, you know it's going to be tough, but like yeah. when you're in it, <laughs> we boy, <knew>. it's tough. <laughs> we were saying leading up to Christmas, yep, we know it's just going to pull our pants up and and go <laughs> go hard at it for six months, and and then we'll be back in the clear. Mm. In the middle of that right now, we're like, why mm, we do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is <clears throat> this is frustrating. And yeah, and there's no quick fix to it. Like, even if we right now we change mm. our mind and we're like, well, yes, let's hire someone. By the time it's we get up and running, it. yeah, it, the problem will be more or less solved anyway. But, That's right. But also, we're a growing business still, mm. so mm. True. you know, we, we we might face this again anyway pretty soon mm. um, where we've reached capacity amongst the team. We've systemized, we've outsourced, oh, not outsourced, we've automated as much as possible. Yeah. And now we're faced with the question again, do we hire mm. or do we find another solution? Mm. So that's, that's just to give you a concept of where we're at in this journey. It's been something mm. we haven't wanted to do. We don't want to outsource. We think mm. it's value in, in building a community locally. Mm. We think there's value in, in how, um, making culture sure on the onshore team, culture on the onshore team. Mm. Um, but we also see the negatives. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, there are a lot of other accountants Mm. who do have offshore teams and, um, they're really happy with them most of the time. Most of the people we speak to, um, you know, I, I, I do hear about, you know, issues still. Um, and I've got bigger questions around like, are you just, um, (laughs) what's the word I'm trying to be politically correct here. It's not like sweatshops overseas, but are you exp- are you kind exploiting. of exploiting? Are you kind yeah. of exploiting cheaper labor? Yep. In a foreign market, you know, there's that. Yep. Um, are you going to be dropping prices because you are using cheaper inputs? Yeah. Is, is I'm not meaning either that their services and their output is 
a cheaper or inferior product. It may be. But that's my that's like the next question I've got. Is it is the product good? Is it the same quality? Yeah. Are, are you having to significantly increase your review of senior teams mm. um, of this kind of work? Because yeah, like, are you just robbing Peter it, to pay Paul? It's taking as much time anyway. Um, it, do your clients know? Are you telling your clients? Yeah. That's, that's one of my big things. I don't like misleading or <laughs> not being completely open. Um, our approach in our office has always mm. been everyone in our team can deal with you and work with you and yep. help you um, towards the purpose of best life, mm. living your best life. Yep. Um, so if we had an offshore team, it would mm. have to be like chips out mm. and totally open yep. that yes, these employees of our team are in the Philippines or yep. India or South, South Africa, Africa or whatever, wherever it may yeah. be, wherever it may be. Mm. Um, and that, that is still a bit of a, too, a leap too far for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. So one, do people care? So this is, mm. this is what we want to start getting feedback on. Yeah. One, if you're a small business owner and, and you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, I actually don't know if my accountant's outsourcing all this work. Are you comfortable with that if they do? So we'd love to know. So please, we're going to ask you several types of people to write in and, and start yeah. starting this conversation with us because we're going to do whole episodes on these topics. Mm, so which, yeah. uh, are you small business owner out there mm. comfortable with your work, with your accountant having an offshore team that processes mm. part of your tax? Mm. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. Like, so let's be specific here, Dan. Yeah. Um, that means they have potentially access to your tax file number. Your date of birth. Yep. All your driver's your, license. All of your details. Because really, as your accountant now, we should have your ID on yep. file. Um, they can see your BSB and account number. Yep. They can see the bank balance in your business account in zero. Yep. Now you can restrict these things, of course. But mm. like, what's the point if they're doing accounting work? You, you, you're not going to be able to restrict that type of information. Well, they need to see that. A lot of... Uh, and I know before COVID, it was a big thing that, oh, you know, that, yep, security. they come into this room. It's mm. security. They can't take their phone in. They, it's a, a laptop that finger gets left scanner, there. There's like, finger scanners. Yeah. There's lockers. They, they can't do anything with your work. And then COVID happened and these same people were working from home. Working from home. With all of your info. And it, it's the same with hiring someone locally. Mm. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's the same people, but... But again, a but lot, a lot it's of overseas now. It's overseas now. It's you can't meet that person face to face to build mm. that trust. Mm. Um, which then brings me into the next question: mm-hmm. Is it actually that much cheaper? Because mm. uh, yes, the the raw cost of that person is cheaper. Yeah, this is uh, this is the part that annoys me the most. But, yeah. you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to look at both sides here mm. because because I don't want to be set in my way. Mm and have a bias and miss an opportunity yeah. or a way that can improve our clients' lives and our lives. And our, exactly. so, yeah. so I'm trying to look at this with an open mind. So but we're just airing these things right now. Yeah, but it, yeah. it does annoy me because the person who's in your team mm. is likely working as part of a wider management company Yep. Um, because there are people who are setting up these buildings mm-hmm. and recruiting these educated people overseas mm-hmm. Um, to work in their building for your team. Yep. So what they're doing is they're taking like a cut. They're taking a commission yep. or like a management fee. Um, in the beginning, it was that they would supply them with a computer, mm-hmm. an office, internet, um, and training. Mm-hmm. They would train them up for two weeks, which, you, you know, you're going to need more than that, obviously. Mm. But, um, 
and they would help recruit them for yep. you. So there's a few costs involved in that, obviously. But once that's done, uh, for them to be taking potentially up to 50% of what you're paying mm. to that offshore team member- As a fee. Let's say 40 grand a year for mm. a qualified, like degree qualified person. Mm with a family and a life of their own, mm. $40,000. You're like, that's awesome. Like mm. I'm sending $40,000 to someone to improve their lifestyle. And the lifestyle of the community. In a foreign country. Yeah. If they're only seeing $20,000 of that, I'm not happy with it. I don't like that. That yeah. annoys me. Exactly. If $20,000 is just going to mm. a large company mm. that has a thousand people working the same way, mm. like that concerns me a little bit. Yeah, that's unfair. That's a bit exploitative, I think. That's yeah, exactly. And then and then the other part of the same conversation is you often hear the the best way to integrate an an, an overseas team is to make them part of the team, right? Mm. So you uh, keep them involved in things that you're doing. Yes. There's constant communication with them, but then also you go visit them, they visit come them, visit you. They come visit you. Yes. So how much does that cost? True. There, there's definitely If you're a cost flying there. over yeah. two team members from let's just say it's the Philippines, and their family, and by the way. Often, it's their often, often they bring their yeah. family, which is amazing. Like, yeah. How cool is that? They might and not have ever been overseas if no, they're from a, a, exactly. an area that's not well off. And um, that's definitely like such a good bonus yeah. for them. But financially speaking, it's yes. a cost. Yes. And you bring them over, you accommodation, they hang mm. around. But, but, but yes, you get that culture fit and they're part mm. of the team. You can gain that trust and all those kind of things. That's the way I would want to do it exactly. if I had an offshore team. But that is a cost. It is a cost that you'd have to factor in. And if you're doing that once a year, you want to see them in, in real life? What's that going to cost? It's going to be maybe 10 grand. Yeah. Five, 10. I don't know. Exactly. And often um, these out, outsourced teams overseas aren't doing the high level tax work, right? Yeah. So they're I think you can the, get, the, you can get seniors. You can get seniors. Definitely. I think so. They're doing the complex, the most complex I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, there's something else. Yeah. So if you're doing this and you have a team member who mm. is like a gun, yeah, a gun who's an, in your offshore team, they handle clients. Mm. They, they even probably bring on clients because they're that they're that good at what they do. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. I'd love to hear that that's experience. That's the case. Yeah, I'd absolutely love. It. But again, circling back around, mm-hmm. yeah, all this is just adding costs, right? It's still cost. It's costly. Yes. Now, is that? The same as having someone that you bring on mm. locally in your team mm. who's there every day, mm. who comes part of the culture every single day, who learns the way that the rest of the team behave with customers, with clients, mm. because that's the way that we do things mm. and then grow into your team that way. Mm. Is, is that better or worse? And I, and I honestly, yes, we've had a bias in the past about which way we prefer, but I'm, I'm asking the question, who's done both and who what do you, what's your experience here? Mm. Because yeah, more and more accountants and if other you're saving twenty are doing grand this, a year, yeah, is it worth it? Is it's it worth like it? the question? Yeah, exactly. If, that, if that's the the, the cost trade off, if it's twenty grand a year, is it worth it for that level of mm. team member? If you're paying say thirty five, forty k, and you're flying them out, mm. let's say the alternative would be including super seventy five to eighty grand, mm. <clears throat> and you end up paying something like. 45 to 60 mm. grand yep. for that level of team member offshore. Is that worth it? Yep. Yep. So that's, that's a good and question. And our numbers even accurate there. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, look, that's from looking into it in the past through yeah. a couple of companies. Mm. It was going to work out about that much. Yeah. And is this the other issue that I've come up with, with this um, in the past is often been my thought 
Um, by outsourcing this to an overseas team, are you removing some of that ability growing up in your local team? Mm, uh, so let's true. just say- um, The accounting industry itself in Australia, as an example. Yeah, exactly. Or, or let's just say that over time, um, the economic conditions in that country that you're outsourcing to become better. Mm. And therefore, the wages increase and mm-hmm. their expectations increase and mm. the cost comes up and mm. up and up mm. to a point where in, let's say, 10 years, 20 years time, mm. it isn't that different mm-hmm. to ours. What do you do then? Do you just cut that team loose, bring it back locally? Yeah. Uh, do you have that ability locally now mm. or have you not been training staff locally? That's the part I yeah. It's kind of like manufacturing, you know, people, manufacturing. people move manufacturing to a Chinese factory it's because it's cheaper. Versus, versus make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Are you losing competencies? Mm. So Big again, question. Big another question. question. It's uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, and and yeah, we're talking a lot about accounting here, but it's not just accounting. It's, it's there's just so accounting. many different industries. Tim was yeah. about for admin gets outsourced to different yeah. people all the time. Um, yeah. But the reason we're talking accounting is because we hear it all the time with yeah. accountants outsourcing the work. It's a good example to use, mm. um, and it's going to be more and more. Mm. Um, happening in the future. Mm. Um, yeah. So I just, uh, artificial intelligence is coming. Mm. People always say that. Yep. Accounting is a great example because it is one of the industries where they say it will be automated. Yep. That is hard to see right now. Mm. Maybe that's true. And therefore, offshore team mm. is going to help towards that mm. potentially. I don't know. Well, I asked Chat GPT. Um, Did you? What's going to happen to the accounting industry? And it said, kill Tim. <laughs> Going to kill Tim. So that was interesting. <laughs> I should read that out of my other thing. I think Chat, Chat GPT wrote a poem for me. The day, so. <laughs> I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, I should read that out. So yeah, that's that's another and another question is um, I want to know what is actually required of you, the accountant or business owner. Um, but in my case, I just want to know as an accountant, what are we required to do, privacy wise, yeah, uh, and client-wise, if you do have an outsource team in another country. You're talking about professional bodies like yep. CPA, CPA, CA. What are their standards? Tax agent board. It'd be great to get one of yeah. them one of, one of them on to talk about that. Yeah. So th- that's the things that I'm going to be exploring in the coming months. I think we'll just, once we get enough data on these things, we'll do another episode on it. Um, mm. But I want to be getting, yeah, what's actually legally required of us? Mm. Uh, is it, what's the actual cost? Yeah. What are the negatives people have found? We should get an accountant on who outsources mm. yeah. as well. Um, I keep saying outsources, but- Has an overseas team. Has an overseas team. Mm. And- uh, an overseas team. <laughs> <laughs> We get it. You don't pay them wages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should get one of them on and, and hear their input yep. as well. We maybe should get one of the- outsourced solution providers because yeah that's what that's how they refer to themselves so um we should yeah they're not called overseas team solution providers are they they're not called outsourced team Mm. it's not the overseas solution accountant Mm. no it's not so we should get (laughs) one of them on um yeah we'll get a balanced view of this we're gonna get a balanced view of this we want a balanced view we're coming from a direction but we are pragmatic people Mm. Who I think it's the a good, way of logic. It's a good case study. Yep. It's something we talk about mm. semi-regularly. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, we're basically when we're at our lowest ebb. Mm. That happens. <laughs> Maybe we should just... Maybe we should do it. Maybe we should just get an outsourced yeah. person. But, you know, like... Yep. 
Yeah, it's worth it's worth exploring. It's something that we have a lot of listeners mm. who probably are doing already or are interested in doing. Yep. Um, and probably a lot of business owners who maybe want to consider doing it in their own business for administration yep. or want to know what is happening with their accountant yep. and how they're doing their work. Exactly. So there's going to be great future topics. That's probably the end of, of today's though. It's purely- Great question, Alistair. Great question, Alistair. Write in more questions, people. Hold on. I'm just going to finish there. Oh, now we can talk about other things. We want to do a mailbag, by mail the way. Bag. Uh, so we're going to do an episode maybe towards the or end of the month. Or bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, email bag. Um, <laughs> what, whatever you want. Um, send us videos or voice recordings of messages because I mm. think uh, we want to do a, a listener question episode in the mm. coming month or so. So start now. If you've got an idea, send it through and we'll just like answer them all mm. in one big episode. Yeah, or just regularly. Like, we'll or just regularly bring them up. Good yeah, idea it could too. be the business update. Yeah. Um, just a discussion point for a topic mm-hmm. each week would be great. Great idea. To have. Uh, love hearing from the listeners. So, yeah. What's your other thing, Dan? Uh, my other thing this week is uh, Drive to Survive is back. Hey. I've watched it all. Have you? Yes. Is it good? Good Very season? Good. Very good season. Who wins? <laughs> I actually don't know. I'm pretty sure... That Dutch guy won, right? Yeah, Max Verstappen, <laughs> Verstappen? won. He won uh, last year and Red Bull won the Constructors. He's won a couple of years in a row now. Hey? Two. Two. Mm. Red Bull's only won one Constructors in a row though. But uh, ah, that's big for them to win that. This yeah. year, it starts again this weekend. The F1 starts this weekend. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Like many people, I think I've spoken on the podcast, uh, I got excited about it because of Drive to Survive, the TV show. Yeah. Um, because it takes a TV show to get me involved in any sport. So. As it turns out, your dad was your dad's been an F one fan for a long time as he well. Yes, yeah, so. came, I came out of the woodwork once That's I started. Funny. Yeah, he's been he's been to a few F ones, so uh, good. I, I have someone I can talk to yeah. about it, which is nice. So good, yeah, so good. Netflix bringing people together, you know? <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool, Dan. That's uh, that's a good one. Do you have another thing? Uh, a few. I've got a few things to raise. Mm. So, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> got lots of problems with you people. Yeah, go on. Um, the Last of Us. Yeah, big fan of it. Um, the recent episode was good. I don't. Have you watched it? Uh, I've watched most. I don't know if I saw the Maybe most recent one. The mall. Did going not, to the mall. Did not. Okay. Did all right. Not watch that. There's some really good jokes. Um, you okay. would have seen earlier in the season hmm. that she has a book the joke book yeah, yeah. the joke book and it's all puns yeah and, ah, i just love it with the it's very similar to the starting jokes yeah. of our podcast yeah yeah it just cracks me off every time mm. so big fan of that um and the other other thing i have is the afl is getting underway mm. tonight is my afl fantasy draft Fantasy draft. And we're going bigger and better this year. Yeah. Last year, it was a bit of abysmal showing Mm. for the draft. Okay. I think out of 20 teams now draft, which is a lot of teams, by Mm. the way, um, the way draft works is you can't share players. Mm. You got each, there's only one of each player that can be Mm. picked in various teams. Yeah. So uh, for there to be 20 teams and a pool of only like 700 available players, Mm. of which probably 400 you don't really want. Uh, makes it pretty tight. Yeah. So last time we only had eight people, I think, actually turn up to the event. The rest all zoomed in because they were in different places. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be like 15, maybe 10 to 15 turn up tonight. Unreal. And uh, it means it could be a bit rowdy. Yeah. The first pick is good because you've, you've had one or two beers. How do you determine the, fir- the draw? Uh, that's, the, that's the thing. So yeah. we've got a new commissioner this year of, of, the, of the draft. 
And he's bringing in all these, you know, lo- new things. Lottery odds for first, like if you came last last I year. I think there's going to be a quiz, a multiple choice ah, quiz. That's a good and, idea. But we've all had a chance to contribute questions to that quiz. So, mm. you know, you're going to at least get yours right. Yeah. But it could be about anything, apparently. Okay. So, it's going to be. So, if the question's read out like, um, <laughs> uh, what's the small business revenue size for capital gains concessions? Hey, that's a great idea. You'll I'm be actually, like, it's two mil. I got that. I'm yeah. going to send, I'm going to send, I'm going to submit an additional quiz response and make it that. Like it. But yeah, so um, the more answers you get right, I suppose the higher up the order you are. But funnily enough, since it's a snake draft, that means if you're last pick, you get get a pick right after that. Mm. Um, That's not actually too bad. I wouldn't mind being, say, like Mm. 15th pick. Yeah. Because you're still getting a top 20 player, but then you're getting two top 30 players, Dan. Mm, That is good. Right? Smart. And so you can be a bit more strategic with your positioning because yeah. there's a certain number of defenders, forwards, mids, and mm. rucks. And uh, there's only like, I don't know, six ruckmen that are actually worth getting. So you're on un- 20 teams. You're unlikely to get the biggest star players, but, but you're going to get some good players in a yep. couple of them. Because, you, yeah. you know, having a star player is mm. really important. Like, you're going to nail that. Mm. Your, your first pick has to play basically every game mm. and score over 100 points every game. That's mm. what you want. And it is doable. Mm. They can do knees. They can get suspended. All Injuries, those sorts of things. Yeah. So, you try and avoid the injury-plagued ones. But mm. that's why they are at the top of the order anyway. Mm. So, this is where my head's at, Dan. This is, this is all the things that are going through my head. Well, it's a busy mind. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that, the la- is, that, is that the last thing you want to bring up? That's the last thing I want to bring up. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so, a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm. All right. Well, enjoy that tonight. Enjoy. This. I'm looking forward to hear your miseries over the coming months yeah. as the season starts yeah. and you're like, oh, my, my star player got yeah. injured and yeah. Essendon. And it's it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. It's going to. Yeah. That's so, definitely so going to happen. That'll be good. Um, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, go follow us on Instagram, Two Drunk Accountants, because mm. as I said at the start, we're a hoot. And it's mm. lots of fun stuff. It is fun. Um, we have fun making it. Yeah, so. go follow us on there. Follow us on all their socials. Send us an email. Two drunk accountants. Two drunk podcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us a review and a rating on Apple because that helps people find us. So if you listen yeah. to this, go give us a five star review good. because we go up the charts like that. We thing have you a do. lot of good reviews. So yeah, yeah, I'm thankful for that. I am thankful mm. for that. And uh, until then, we will catch you next week. Oh, by the way, we'll be at Accountex. 15th, 16th of March, mm. recording podcasts. On the second day, I'm doing a panel with uh, uh, Amar from Mad Wealth, Michelle from Rainforest Bookkeeping, uh, or as you like to call it, Rainbow Bookkeeping. <laughs> yeah, and, I always get that wrong. <laughs> and, uh, Sorry, Michelle. Yeah, and obviously Heather, um, the, the the friend of the podcast, the one and only Heather Smith. Um, yes, friend of the podcast. We'll be doing a, a panel with her on the second day, um, Atomic Habits for Accountants, it's called. Yes. So, I'm luckily, I've been building these lovely morning rituals to talk about. Yeah, nice. And uh, uh, there's a party on too. There's a party. A, I don't know if I can go. It's at the museum. Uh, Dan will be there, definitely. I've got a ticket. Yeah. It's at the museum. I'll be there. Come hang out with me. Awesome, awesome spot, that museum, by the way. It's like contemporary art one, yeah. On the harbour. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's a good spot. Great spot. All right, well, we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Also, you can watch videos of our episodes now on YouTube. They're all getting posted about a week later. A week later. Yeah. It's just us shooting the shit, sitting here. You can look at our other. faces. You can watch us talk. Um, it's much, much this, what you've just heard, but with, with, with video. Video. Yeah. Amazing. Who would have thought? All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will calculate.